0: welcome to the essential scares podcast the only show that dares to ask the question is it essential i am your host corbin and with me today as always is alan good evening vietnam we're here oh, let's wow. talk about the babadook jesus
1: christ
2: dude that was so loud <laughs> and what are you bobby's doing, man? soft
0: ears stun lap.
2: <laughs> yeah yeah i got soft <laughs> sensitive little ears all right it's a it's a it's it's like a palette thing i i I only take in the most soothing and and pleasurable of sounds that was decidedly Uh not it
0: i'm soothed oh here we are
2: (laughs) (laughs) yes by my dulcet tones
0: Uh uh-huh uh-huh uh, well, you know what? We have got a uh, great show for you today. After 94 episodes, we are finally returning to the land down under. That's right. Today, we're discussing
2: 2014's The Babadook. But first, Bobby has a spoiler warning. I do. This will serve as your first one and only spoiler warning for The Babadook. If you do not want The Babadook spoiled for you, please skip to the time code or the descriptions or show notes where Alan just got uh, Corbin's joke for our <laughs> essential spoiler-free discussion. <clears throat> the Babadook is a movie that came out nearly 10 years ago. And this has suddenly made me recognize that the turning of time and the realization that one day I too will die.
1: Alan. Dark. I like it. I like I like the tone. Uh, you know, if it's in a word or if it's in a book, you can't get rid of the Baba Uh this can't film. Of... I think that's can't do it. Bobby Absolutely Duke, not. Baby duck. Yeah. Babby, Duke. Babby, Babby Duke. We gotta really yeah. Chicago yeah. it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um <laughs> Imagine imagine this film where all the <laughs> Australian it's accents in a are word. replaced with the worst Chicago. Accent.
2: Listen, 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 champ. If it's in a word, or if it's in a book, you can't get rid of the Bobby Duke. Okay,
1: I, I want it. I want it done. Um, so this film, let's go to uh, Portilla's,
2: All right,
0: <laughs> get a beef. That's a surefire way uh, to get rid of your Bobby Duke. <laughs> oh, absolutely! It's get definitely a, a
2: way that Bobby gets rid of his ducks.
0: <laughs> oh, what a day! I need a beat. <laughs> 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 uh, extra peppers.
2: Extra uh, pe- come on, put them on there. Course. Lay them on there thick.
1: Yeah, you got to do it. You got to get it. Um
2: a <laughs> Polish. Give me a Polish. Oh, well, me
1: just get the combo while you're at it. Uh, you know, you're already getting the beef. Polish combo. combo. Good to go.
2: Large cheese fry. Give me a cake shake. Fuck you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, let's
1: have about a, a 13,000 calorie meal. This um, is a
2: joke for only people of the <laughs> Chicagoland area.
1: It's fine. Uh, the Babadook. We have a mother and a son uh, who, for some reason, you know, the boy, he he gets a book read to him every single evening by his mom, and he gets to choose a book this time. Uh, and he grabs Mr. Babadook, the, the, the totally not scary book at all that just, you know, tells about how the Babadook is going to, you know, be there forever and you can't get rid of him and he's going to kill you. Nothing crazy about that. Um, so in all seriousness, no, this, 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 uh, this family is a very big tragedy associated with it. Um, Samuel, uh, was born the same day that, uh, Amelia's husband died while he was on his way, transporting her to the hospital to have his kid. And I want, I can't understate how much that resentment runs through this whole film from start to finish it. And it kind of resolves near the end, but like there is just a, a very fine kind of um awkwardness i would say that's kind of just beat into this film and uh when they when they finally find this book you know we we, initially you know you you just passed off oh sam is sees monsters he's a a six-year-old kid it's fine but then the monster becomes real and they have to actually deal with this creepy type of squirming bug monster called mr babadook and let's open it from there boys why do you keep saying Mr. Babadook? He's only ever called says, the Babadook. Because the book says Mr. Babadook on it. He's Mr. Babadook. That's his official name. No, are you on? Yeah. Are you on Babadook? Are you on Duke terms with the Babadook?
2: Yeah. Oh, okay. Duke, I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. 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 I'm on Dook talk. Yeah, I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. That's on me. Again, that's on me. we share a first name, Bobby Duke.
1: You know? Ah, that's true. I forgot. There's the natural First, bonding same
2: initials there. too. BD. You know. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that's that's all right. Well,
2: so Let's do you have a bobsled? Just chilling in list. your garage. Yeah. <laughs> chilling in my garage. Is he, is he to your right in your basement? <laughs> chilling? No, no, no. We, we we we've got the same job. You know. Oh, so, yeah. Is he like yeah. your shadow then, basically? No, no. I also possess single minds <laughs> <laughs> to kill their children.
1: Oh okay, <laughs> yeah. Good, good. Yeah. yeah. Um. So As I actually want to get on that. Know? Um. I this was my first viewing for the Boba You know, this film. I remember hearing it come out back when we were freshmen or sophomores in college. It's some somewhere yeah. around that. Right? Junior, junior was. in college. Yep. Yeah. That was it junior year. Yeah. Okay. Shit. I thought. Yeah, it was early Yeah. 20... I, I know
2: that very yeah. specifically. That's hence hence the uh, realizations of my own mortality <laughs> because. Never <laughs> mind. We'll get to it. Um. And I remember,
1: like, everyone being like, the Babadook is the scariest thing in the world. It's so terrifying. So, like, there's that, like, kind of built up hype for it. And I kind of, you know, I knew of the film, but I'd never seen it before. And, you know, I go, oh, okay, so we have a scary monster movie. In no way did I have any clue that we would also get a good dash of possession for good measure. Had no clue. And it was very welcome, I think. I actually really, really enjoyed that kind of, like bit in the center where the Babadook just invades Amelia and kind of possesses her body to do horrific to say horrific things to her son, like truly terrible things to her son. It's, it's in, it's insane.
2: Watched this movie for the first time in my dorm room with Corbin and a couple other friends in 2014 when this movie came out. Um, And uh, I was a big, I liked this movie a lot. But I did not remember just how good, like, the the grief and the resentment and all that stuff was, like, portrayed. I don't think I would have recognized it. I'd have been like, oh, this is cool. Look at this spooky dude in a trench coat. He goes, key, and he's got cool long thingies. But, like, this movie walked so hereditary could run, it feels like, in a lot of ways. Like I got so much hereditary vibes while watching this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like oh. the, the very very similar themes of like grief and trauma and generation and like the generations and things like that. Mm-hmm. And but this movie's really really good about you. Amelia's the 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 mom's name, right? Yes, the main character. You you get a a really good sense of like her perspective. Like, even though her perspective might not always be accurate, like you get a sense that like. Everyone in her, no one, or in her life, gives a shit about her. And the one person who does, she has to lie to because her son is like not allowing her to live a life afterwards. And it's incredibly like, and, and like that's her perspective, and you get that sense of it. And it's just like, man, fuck, like, like there's just this, this like really intense, like hopelessness. And that's Mm -hmm. before the Babadook even shows up.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. I I I, liked it.
0: So I've seen this, uh, many times. (laughs) Uh, my first time was also with Bobby, but, uh, over the last 10 years, almost, uh, I've probably watched this another like five or six times at least. Oh, um, I have Babadook art in my house. Like I, I, I am a big fan of uh, this movie and uh, it's one of the, my favorites uh, along with my wife. And I think that the themes are like, did I notice them that first time? Probably not. Um, for anybody that read my review last year for uh, when we were doing Letterboxd reviews for 33 Days of Horror, I did Babadook. And uh, I mentioned a few of the things that you guys have already mentioned. Like, I think this being kind of the launching pad for, that the current trend of horror is really important. Um, and, and now without merit. Um, but I definitely think that like the more times you see it, the more you can really see all of the little things going around in this movie. And I think even Bobby, your comment that, uh, you know, you see all of these things happening or going on in her life before the Babadook is like, well, that's kind of the point is that there wasn't before the Babadook, right? Like, we don't see a point before the Babadook. The Babadook was always there. Um, hmm. And. Because Babadook yes. is grief. Is that, is that like the ba- idea? Yeah, she's right. She's, she's, had, the yeah, she's had the Babadook. Yeah, she's had the Babadook sta- the for, for seven years, right? Um, yeah. And that's like a whole, that's like the whole point of, of the, the movie in the end, you know, is that it just took all that time for it to manifest itself in a dangerous way because she never got past the grief right of losing her
2: husband. Um, I yeah. imagine yeah, she's like, like constantly your husband getting like, like head get cut in half. That's fucked. Yeah. That's it. That's it. That's just a small side comment. You, you were in the middle. Uh-oh. of the <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I
0: mean, it, it absolutely it is. Right. But, and like, you know it's i think that the movie does a really good job of putting yourself in her shoes right as somebody who feels like she doesn't have the resources that she needs somebody that feels you know lonely desperate you know and but at the same time i mean it's easy to see like the point of view of the extra characters who are like trying to help her through things and um mm-hmm. you know someone who hasn't been on her side of this but has been on the other side it's like i think it does a good job of illustrating you know how people like do try to help but like at a certain point it's like you don't even know like what to do anymore so you're like you can't you can't do anything right you have to do it yourself yeah
1: i mean that's that's i think what's so great about having claire be there at at the points where she is in the film like Mm -hmm. you see her like because in the beginning it's kind of like she's trying to like you know, talk to her a bit and be a little more supportive. But then, like, when when uh Sam pushes her daughter out of the tree, it's like that's her breaking point. Of like, I just can't do this anymore. You're you you, you are consumed by your grief, and it's it's causing you to not like see the issues the the issues your son is dealing with too. And now it's affecting me. Like you want to bury just, everything.
2: Like yeah. And it's not going to work that way. You have to deal with this. And like. I'm not helping you anymore. Right. And, Mm -hmm. you know, but from Amelia's perspective, it's like, I don't even think she even recognizes that Claire has been helping. Right. Oh, absolutely not. Absolutely not. She doesn't think that anybody is
0: helping. Right. It's her against the world. Look at how oblivious she is to Robbie. (laughs) Like exactly.
1: Robbie makes one of the most sweet comments in the whole movie. You know, oh yeah, I got to go to the dementia war today. He's like, "Aren't you a little early for that?" Like, that's a great little. <laughs> He's flirting with her. He's like like it's so obvious, and she's like, "Oh uh, yeah," huh, and then leaves. It's like oh, you know, there's there's just constant lifelines being sent out to her that she's just too in too enwrapped in the babadook to actually that's see right. yeah. that they're lifelines.
2: You know, you can't get rid of them though. So no
0: yeah that's like that's the whole point of it right you can't you can't get rid of it right you can only learn to live with Which, the babadook you know you can never it can never be gone yeah. it's
1: kind of, it's like this it's kind of a warming message a yeah. little
0: no I, th- yeah. I think so because even like, like at it, the end of it i mean she's so she's made peace you know with having lost her husband but like is also able to move on and explore a relationship with other people and like move on with her life and I think there's a reality there, especially with like spousal loss, right? Like you're never really going to forget, you know, you just have to, you have to just kind of come to terms yeah. with like what's happened well, and move on. <clears throat> well, again, all of his stuff's in the basement. So the Babadook goes mm-hmm. in the
1: basement. Right. And mm-hmm. like, you know, you mm-hmm. just deal with it. He just, takes the yeah. form of her husband. at
2: one yeah.
0: point and it's like, yeah. yeah, at every point. Right. His outfit is the, yeah, I guess. So. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. is, hmm. Am I crazy? Is is there? Does nobody die in this movie except for the dog? I'm I'm, I'm, I'm moving past it. I'm not addressing it. We're moving past it.
0: Yes, only the dog dies. I hate yes, this movie. because she her psych she has like a psychotic break, obviously, but like never yeah. to the point where she actually kills anybody, which I mm-hmm. think is important because it's really the only way that she would have actually been able to have a happy ending at the end of the movie because the movie is yeah. mm-hmm. generally realistic. Otherwise, so I mean, yeah. if she had like killed somebody, I mean, it would have been game over. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, I think another thing this movie does so exceptionally well uh, it playing with the the score. In very yeah. key points of just you're in the middle of something, tensions building and music cuts just mm-hmm. it, this movie masters the hard cut of music that t- just perfectly well, every every single time it does it, it is the best possible time to say, all right, no more music.
2: Goodbye, attention. And, and it plays into this idea of like like Corbin said of just Amelia. Just, I'm avoiding it. I don't want to talk about it. I'm not going to talk about it. I'm just going to burn this book and it's going to be done and we're going to move on and everything's going to be fine and whatever. Right. And it's just like, avoid, 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 avoid. And then there's a big part where like, and then the only time she's not able to avoid it is like where she can truly avoid it is when she's unconscious. And so that's the, the main times where there's no music is like when Sam knocks her unconscious or she actually falls asleep or whatever else it might be like or she's got a task that she has to do. It's like mhm. This movie works really well, but again, the dog died, so it's immediately a zero for me, fam. What's up? Oh my god. <laughs> I literally
1: I have a note that says please don't kill the dog. Oh good. the dog's not dead this time.
2: Dude. And the dog died.
0: <laughs> well, like where's... one two minutes later. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty it was it, it, yeah, it, it well, worked,
2: was cuz like great. like I was like, "Oh no." Like when they showed when they showed the dog protecting Sam, I was like, oh, I forgot. Oh, (laughs) man, like. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You forget how fragile life is until until they kill a simpler being. Oh, my God. it's It's a weird thing that we as humans do. That's like a whole thing is like in horror movies. You can see a bunch of teenagers get killed, but like you don't ever want to see like an like we 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 feel much more uncomfortable about an animal being killed. Like like a, especially an animal that we've just des- we've deigned to be a pet of ours, we find it to be, like very distasteful. It's, it's and I I am I am not immune to that. I don't know what to tell you like <laughs> I think what what this movie just I I mentioned it
1: earlier, the whole like resentment that she feels for Sam. But it's just like. I really want to hammer home like it's because it's like the moments where she's either possessed by the Babadook or sleep deprived. It kind of blurs the line as to when those are happening exactly, which is kind of even more fucked up because it's like if you're sleep deprived deprived. She's really without any inhibition. So, like, at one point, you know, Sam's all, you know, I'm hungry because he's been taking these sleeping pills uh, and is not exactly eating very well because he's vomiting a bunch. And she just turns them and says, Well, then why don't you go eat shit? (laughs) Like, you can't say that to a child. And it's like, Is that the Babadook? Or is that her actual feelings that are just totally let out because she's frustrated and done at that point? And then, of course, she immediately regrets it, but like, it just this movie plays with her pure resentment perfectly all the time it's it's
2: sure. master class i she, don't even have a kid and i felt i felt it she's <laughs> got a kid who's got some kind of either mental illness or d- disability or delay and mm-hmm. she's alone and it's very clear to the majority of the people in her life they view her son who i don't think she does as a burden but the more Mm -hmm. and more she self isolates the harder i would imagine it is to not look at your kids like if you weren't here things would be fine right Mm -hmm. and you can you can even tell like in the very beginning she's very very clearly like an advocate for her son she pulls her son out of school because it's like you're you're gonna make him even more different you're you're only like but eventually it becomes like i'm just done i can't like i'm at my wits end but also she like the neighbor is always being like hey if you need anything let me know and they never help or and like the neighbor
1: character is so good
2: oh yeah every time
1: she shows up she's fantastic it's just like you're just a lovely old lady they're just
2: trying to help there is for there is always somebody in your life who like she who is a lifeline to you there are people who will not give up on you and that like she's an example of that and she i mean she exemplifies that when she comes over in the middle of the night when they're like having their
1: whole moment of of amelia like borderline trying to kill her son Like it's shows up at four in the morning. This woman with Parkinson's who like, it's not exactly easy for her to get up get across it. Like it's a whole, whole effort. Parkinson's by the way.
2: What pop pop. I'm I'm just making an Australian joke.
1: Oh, got it. That's fair. That's fair. That's on me for not identifying the accent. It wasn't Um, a good one. Yeah.
2: I'd have to get into it.
1: Yeah. It takes, takes a few extra words to get there. Um, but yeah, it's it's just excellent. Also, I love how the Babadook is a cockroach, just like a big old cockroach, basically. <laughs> it's gross. It's scary. It just works. That like.
2: roars like a dragon. <laughs>
1: it's fine. I don't need yeah. that to make sense, frankly. Because, yeah. like, to me, I guess I I think through that of just like her carnal fears are kind of like distilled into the Babadook, you know.
2: Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I still think that. Um the Babadook like ceiling bit where it's like the stop motion is a shockingly still really effective jump scare because it's not, you know what I mean? Like it is, but it isn't, it's like very it deliberate, it, but then it, yeah. And, yeah. That all of isn't. Like, yeah. And it, because you're just sitting there, like we've all been there. See like, and like the whole thing about the Babadook is it's a lot of it's just sh- seeing shapes in the dark. That's like his whole thing um and then all of a sudden like imagine if one of the shapes turned around had a face and jumped at you into your mouth like yeah it's never happened i'm every night baby uh uh one of the things that i I'm, i'm kind of i guess there's a lot of questions like you know like obviously metaphorically right the babadook is a is a is a metaphor for your grief Right. Grief and all that stuff and getting over trauma. But like you never find out what it is <laughs> like even a little bit, nor do you really want to. It's not like, it's not like, Oh yeah, cool. Thanks. I'm I'm glad I know that now. I'm glad I know he's a demon or something, but like there's stuff that happens like right at the end where like it gets up and like screams like white light into Amelia's face. It's like what was that? What's that about? I don't know what that is. I I have an
1: idea of kind of what I thought that was. I kind of the way I think through that sequence, especially seeing like the end where the Babadook kind of stays with her, and it seems like they have some sort of relationship. Is it was like her husband reaching out to her, okay, telling her to let go. Like you have to let me go, and even still, she can't. Which is, like, as much as she has done better, and it's obvious that she has by the end. She's having a party for her son. She's visibly, like, un, not as, like, disheveled looking. But she still can't let it go. Can't. It's just, it's not, it. you can't get rid of the Babadook. It's with you forever. Yeah. Uh, but that's that's kind of what I thought that was, is, like, her husband reaching out to her.
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't think there's the, the Babadook. <clears throat> I don't I don't think that there's any like I've I think it's kind of a str- almost a strange question to even ask like I've never even considered like what was the Babadook <laughs> you know um because I think like the Babadook no I'm thing, I'm I'm,
2: I'm I, again like, I I said I'm less yes. worried about the Babadook thing but like the big old white light thing that's what I was more like oh I don't, I that don't yeah
0: that's just a that's just a metaphorical right she gets over it and like that's like that's just the big
2: Yeah, yeah, I don't know. All right, you know, this is this, this is an All audio right. medium. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, we have a video show, he that was making, it, he's making it, he was making it, he making a slash essential scares.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, not that means I absolutely have to make sure that this episode gets out. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do. Uh, um, so I have a question, yes.
1: Was her jaw pain just like a red herring the whole time?
2: No, she had a cavity.
1: Yeah, but like, what was the point of that? Just that?
2: Oh, uh, so so when she was possessed by the Babadooks, she could pull out her cavity te- tooth. So, like, yeah, because it, it, like... No, that, her, that was a Chekhov's the, gun. The, that played out. The
0: pain happened when when the Babadook like entered through her mouth for the possession bit, and that was like when she really started having like the toothache. So that was just like kind of all tied together. Oh. So it was representative of like
2: a physical
0: I... pain of yeah. the mental like anguish and like yeah.
2: Okay. That yeah. That, yeah that was that was a checkbox gun that that paid off. I would mm-hmm. say. Yeah, it and it it shows like you know the the state of her decline. Fucking great scene, by the way. The fucking uh, where, where she's watching the uh the news and they they show the the woman like smiling in the in the window who's like supposedly the 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 previous owner of the Baba Duck book. Like that mm-hmm. that that's like the implication. Fucking great, fucking great little piece of cinematography there, like. Right? the fact that it starts out with uh like the babadook starts to win because he does she does like strangle and break the neck of the dog and then she starts to strangle uh sam and like just lots of lots of good shit lots of good like foretelling that like pays off really well like in this movie i i would say personally and then a a lot of use like utilizing um like audio that is like get then gets reused differently like when the babadook is screaming at the end it's very clearly like a distorted version of amelia's scream right the the way that they distort uh when the babadook is pretending to be her husband just bring me the boy bring Mm -hmm. me the boy it's just like oh god (laughs) Oh,
1: <laughs> something else that this film does exceptionally well, um, with Samuel is the, the, they, they really did the perfect, uh, kid asking a deeper question than they could possibly realize they're asking, um, like when she's, she says to him, you know, I'm not going to go. I'm not, I'm, I'm not going anywhere. I'll be here for a long time. And he goes, did dad say that to you at some point? Like, it, just you, like, this... did you
0: think that about dad before he died? Yeah. Did you
1: think <laughs> yeah. that about dad? Yeah. And it's like, yeah. Oh my God. Cause like every, every single person has heard a child say something that is f- way too wise for their age. Cause yeah. they don't, they, but they say like the, the perception of those types of things. And he just has a ton of those types of moments throughout this film. That are just like, just very well placed throughout of Sam just saying things that are just like, oh, well, thanks for
2: that, Sam. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> One of the things I think I recognized this time that I think I was too stupid to recognize in the beginning was like, Sam, for the longest part of this movie, it feels like there's something wrong with him. Like, outside of like, like him being a quote-unquote troubled child right like it's like it's he because like there's a scene where she's like put you can't be fucking around with your like weapons that you're making and he she pushes him to the ground and he goes do you want to die and it's yes. just like it's like you're thinking potentially right if you're an idiot like me you're like well the babadook clearly this this small child is is, is presented but like if you're thinking about it as like a 30 year old man with like a mortgage and like other <laughs> small children in my life that are not mine but you know they're around right i go if a, if a 6 year old pushed me to the ground and asked me if i wanted to die i'd be like that kid's going to murder somebody like like what yeah. the fuck so that like there's like and like the fact that like uh, Sam has that the seizure and like starts doing the Babadook, like that stuff. Like all of that is like it makes you think for the like a really long while that like Amelia's just at her wit's end, and actually Sam's the one who's getting possessed by the Babadook, and then you realize, well, that was what that that's his goal at the end of it because Sam isn't de- like Sam is able to deal with uh the loss of his father because he never really knew his dad right so mm-hmm. like and amelia desperately if you want the grief analogy for sam to miss the father he never really had a chance to know as much as she does and mm-hmm. that, that like and it, the, that that was like that big connection point for me of just like oh he keeps asking questions and she doesn't want to talk about it like yeah. that's why that's why the Babadook so desperately wants her to bring him the boy. Like, <laughs>
1: oh, I also have something embarrassing I have to admit. Yeah, it, you took already me did. Far it took you longer. ten years to watch this movie.
2: That's got true. his ass right there. <laughs> Boom.
1: All right. Yep. That's so. That's strike one. Strike two. Not not batting well in this at Bat Boys. It took me far longer than it should have to like put one and two together. That oh, the husband died on the day the kid was born like it took me it, way longer yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they say in it right away
2: yeah yeah
0: in the first beginning? like 10 minutes of the movie she he's having a problem dog that ain't like oh, i'm too, so sorry that's a whole like, he hour. died like uh on the day that he was born and then I samuel is know. like I oh my I daddy understand. died driving my mom to the hospital to have me yes like, he's, and that's a literal yes. quote this, but yes, there's, there's like he says it like four times.
2: He says it like <laughs> yeah, four times that, within like yeah. the first half hour of this movie. Oh, that's yeah, part I'm of, that's like part of her twenty like, minutes
0: or so into this film. Yeah, it's part of bad. her issue is because like he's oh, always yes. bringing it up. Like he understands well, what happened. Right? <laughs>
1: like, yeah, and that's that's like when I realized that I was like, oh, yeah, I get it now. Like it, it kind of like it clicked.
2: <laughs> I think so, the first yeah. time it's mentioned is when it's she goes like, yeah, he could just have a birthday on the day. And she, well, and that's, yeah. that's kind of when I was like,
1: why wouldn't he like when, when they're talking about celebrating birthday, I'm like, cause like part of me is like, I celebrate a birthday with my sister, Felicia forever as a kid, because she's August, I'm September. We have a big family, get everybody together once. Makes sense, right? Oh, their cousins, their birthdays are close to each other. Oh, that makes sense. Didn't think too much further past that. And then I was like, wait, <laughs> he does. And yeah, so then if I put one and two together, but it took me longer than I than I than it probably should have, to be totally honest with you. So, I love that, honestly. I, I look, I had to admit it because it, it is
2: that doesn't I, feel like I, I, Strike Two, though. That feels well, like again. I, mean, I, I mentioned it. I said it earlier strikes? a whole ass out. That's a whole ass out. You're you're an so out what, a I just it. Ground
1: out on that. One? All right, that's yeah. fair. That's fair. That's on me. I'll take
2: that. Yeah. You, you you hit a foul ball that somebody caught. That's what that was. That's a big <laughs> oof, man. That's a big oof.
0: Oh, man. Well, speaking of foul balls, I think it might be time to rate this bad boy.
2: Rate this bad boy?
0: I think oh. it might be, yeah.
2: Mm. Oh. How do we do that,
0: by the way? We rate movies on a scale of 0 to 5 with half points allowed. So scores like a 2.5 or a 3 are viable, but a score like a 2.75 is not. Um, now... Going straight into it, Alan, as the only first viewer every time, what did you think of the Babadook? Well, the Babadook
1: has stuck with me. Um, stuck, I stuck, per- stuck, personal <laughs> get Minorly personal here. Uh-huh. Uh, my grandfather passed away about two months ago. Um, so the grieving process is something I'm incredibly familiar with right now. Um, and I think then I'm definitely a little biased towards this movie, seeing how it plays so much with that angle of what it's like to just not be over it. Um, So I'm out the gate. I am biased towards liking this film. I just want to make that very clear. Um, I don't know what this movie does wrong. That's kind of what I kept asking myself when I finished it. Where would I take points away? What would I take points away for? I don't have any, it's a five to me. Um, and, and I think the point of like hereditary came up earlier in the review and that's a huge one. Cause <laughs> hereditary, Oh boy, hereditary, hereditary has one of the most awkward sequences in a movie you'll ever watch in your life. And it's beautiful. Um, this movie is just, it, it immediately gave me those vibes of just like this tension in this family. But it's more localized here, and I think that's kind of what makes this special. Is this? This is a very small cast. There's not a lot of characters. It's it's such a personal tale between effectively three people: Amelia, uh, her husband that I can't remember his name, Oscar, um, I think Oscar, and Samuel. It is so intensely personal. I think it's it's just special with that. It doesn't do anything wrong. It's scary in a way that's not like your traditional scary film. It's a film that's scary just in that, you know, you think about, well, what if I had to deal with that? What if I had to deal with that type of a grief process? I think it's special for that. It's
0: a five out of five. Yeah. Um you know i feel like what what's so funny what's so funny Bob?
2: yeah it was just it was just both <laughs> us nodding at each other silently like who's gonna break first huh it's gonna happen <laughs> i
0: i don't have a lot to add that i didn't already say um i think that this movie is spectacularly well done uh really well acted uh including the children which is uh tough and really really solid i think that this movie is still scary and as i mentioned earlier in the show i've seen it many times and i think that that really is a hallmark of a great horror film um it is a movie with lasting uh feelings and you know i love it every time I watch it I don't know I uh, I guess I'll say there is a uh, there's a line at the end from Samuel I don't know if you remember he says I know you don't love me the Bob won't let you but I love you and I always will mm. <laughs> five
2: if it's in a word, or if it's in a look, you got to give a five to the Duck. Like this. <laughs> it's so good. Um, This movie brings back really like it, on top of everything. Everybody else said this movie is personal to me in a very different way. It reminds me of a college was a good time for me. It was a really nice time. It was a really simple time. It, and it brings this movie does in a very weird way, bring back kind of, Warm and fuzzy memories, not while I'm watching it, but around <laughs> the idea of it. This movie is still very the idea of the Babadook, what it does when warming. I'm watching it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the idea of the film of the, yeah, listen, listen, I'm a deeply broken person, yeah, let's go with it. The idea of the Babadook, very warming. Um, yeah, no, I it's very good, like it's it's. It's a it's it's just yeah, it's just good. It's just a fucking it's a masterpiece movie. It's very good. I don't know if, what else to say. In horror, you know, there's there's certain movies that like do what they're supposed to and then there's other movies that just go. And this is a movie that just goes. And that yeah, so
1: I yeah. also want to point out near the end of the film uh when she goes and after she's seen the Babadook at the very end, given it his worms and uh, she goes back to Sam and he goes, how was it? Can I meet, can I meet him soon? Can I see him? And you know, just, he's curious about it. Cause he's a, he's a kid. Of course he's curious. Um, and she just goes, it was a quiet day today. And it's like, Oh, it just, it, it's, it's such a simple little end to the film mm-hmm. because it wasn't
0: at all quiet. When she had to deal with when she went down there. So, well, she all, and she also says, So, I guess you, you can see it when you're bigger. So, there's like, yeah, you know, this prom, promise to, to share it with him right when he's old enough. Yeah, which is just yeah. it's ugh, haunting, haunting in
2: it's such a human, in, a, in a more perfect, profan- yeah, yeah. But hey, speaking of human nature, that's not all we do on this podcast. We also decide whether or not. The Baba is essential to horror as a whole. Now, spoiler free, of course, gentlemen, but we did give this movie fives across the board. We've been doing we've been doing that a lot lately. It's almost yeah, as we've if kind of been on a bit of a spree. It's almost as if our, our foray into foreign pictures, we've only picked the stuff that is really good. But is it essential? Go for it, Corbin. Do
0: something. Alan gave House a three and a half. So I did. I I was.
2: (laughs) Alan was wrong about House. House (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. I guess we also Uh, did watch Tokyo (laughs) Gore Police, which I think it was a movie we all thought should have been better. Uh, Tokyo (laughs) Gore Police, we all gave a one out of five. (laughs) (laughs) That's a bad film.
0: Fun. I mean, you know what's our our average year, four point I guess it's a is a full point higher than it usually has been, but we don't that doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Um I'll go first. I'll just say uh I gave it a five, Bobby and Alan gave it a five. I love this movie. I think that this movie is what really kickstarted the current like postmodern art house like horror that we're that we've been living in for a while. It paved the road for movies like Hereditary and Midsummer and i think that would those movies have come out and been successful anyway maybe but this was the first one of this style that i can really think of in this in the 2010s that was really like pushing that uh that style of of horror film and it was very very popular when it came out right like i I mean babadook was one of those movies that sort of became an instant horror classic And uh, I've loved it since then. And uh, this is the movie that got my wife more into like horror for real and not just like, oh, horror. Um, So for me, it's an easy yes. It's an easy yes. Um,
2: I'll go a second. This movie is, uh, like I said, I I have a bias. I I think I said in the spoiler I have a bias for this movie. It was... I want to say, actually, much like your wife, Corbin, this movie was what really got me back into horror. I, I was kind of like, I, I enjoyed horror as a concept, but this was like the one that was like, oh, shit. Like, I actually like this shit, like a lot still. Um, yeah. And again, kind of makes sense considering the movies mm-hmm. I like. Um, But I actually want to, again, further compound it. I am looking at the movies that came out in 2014, Including a movie that we 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 lovingly had a, a two uh, an Alan Bobby episode. That's right. I'm talking about No Evil Two, um, oh my God. and and so it was a lot of like it, we were still in like the found footage. Uh, we were in like the afterglow of paranormal activity type movies, um, and. Yep. This really did the art house horror, which I would say is one of the best things to happen to horror movies since the slasher um where a lot of really unique interesting ideas exploring comp like like the slasher movies of your originally were trying to do um until they became very um just fun and stupid uh but even now like the art house even art house movies are zero budget horror movies that they still have like those that are meant to be kind of goofy are still just really good so like yeah i think this movie very much I mean, look at like, bodies 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 as a good example of or yeah like, or any or any horror movie with nicholas cage in it right like there they, there's a certain level of like camp just like mandy as an exception to that but that that exists but like what a film. yeah it's just good it's just a good solid movie but also i think Corbin it hit the nail on the head where it is an incredibly important movie um, that I don't know that gets the credit it deserves despite it being and, and also like the Babadook is a part of the horror cultural zeitgeist like he he he's up he's he might not be on the Mount Rushmore of horror villains but like he's in the Mount Rushmore horror villains museum for sure. Like, he's on the, uh, he, he's got a star on the, the Hollywood yeah. walk. Yeah. It's like, yeah, Bob- he, he, fun, for, he, he would be like, there would be like a, uh, like, he, on the, Snapple cap. It'd be like, fun fact, the Babadook was almost uh, carved into the Mount Rushmore of horror icons. Fun fact, you can't get rid of the Babadook. Yeah, exactly. Oh, no! <laughs> oh. <laughs>
0: Imagine opening a Snapple and reading that under- <laughs> Dude, That'd be amazing. Oh In a word
2: or, or by a look, you can't get rid of the Babadook. Oh, that'd be f- <laughs> so funny. And then you look into um, the cap and a bunch of fucking... Yeah, a bunch of cockroaches yeah. fly out at you. <laughs>
1: um... I mean, of course it is. I I I knew what the Babadook was when I did not give a shit about horror. I I knew immediately what it was because I heard that. It, I remember when it came to Netflix and it got just a huge swath of distribution that way because you know it was, it was just a it was a perfect delivery system for a movie because this was around the same time where maybe not the same time but like you know Netflix kept getting these like smaller films that were just amazing little bits of horror. Rubber it comes to mind as
2: just a dumb movie. Is rubber the tire is, one? Yes. That movie. I have, I have, I have awesome. a big, I have a big thought about that movie. We could talk about it after the pod. Um,
1: and like, uh, Tucker and Dale versus evil, you know, like Netflix just kept getting like different types of little horror films. And like those two came before 2014. I think, I think it came to Netflix in 2015 And then 2015 rolls around and this is what gets dropped is like, here's the horror film we're going to bring you. And it's such a drastic uptick in what you can do with horror. And I think that that's wonderful. Um, Yeah, of course it's essential. It's it's it is. I knew about it before I even give a, gave a shit about the horror zeitgeist. Of course it's essential. Yes. We just keep adding to this hall
0: of fame guys. It, I, I mean, don't, I don't again. know about just keep adding. I think we're adding to it at a at a healthy pace, a healthy pace. Yeah.
2: yeah. Every so I often mean, we, we do good movies and then we
1: sometimes do. Bad Eighteen ones. out of a hundred and eight movies. That's okay. About a ten, per, a little higher than ten percent.
0: That's not too bad. Yeah, but like this year we've only added two. Yeah. So. Yeah. It just feels like a lot because
2: we just suck period. <laughs> Fuck, um, yeah that's true what a, what a we f- should f- have added hausu right. so it should have actually be a little bit more than that but you know no i don't think so <laughs> no stand by it stand by it no, no. i stand by nothing
1: <laughs> we still need uh, we might yeah. add another one if corbin ever watches ringu
0: no five
2: You wouldn't give five for, for Ringu?
0: I don't. I, I need to rewatch it, but my memory of that movie is is not a five. And I have okay. seen it before, okay. but I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll see. Yeah. yeah. Well,
1: speaking of Corbin, Corbin uh, having wrong opinions. Uh, oh, where are your oh, handles? And what can ass. we, what, what, what are you doing? Right where there. can we find you?
0: <laughs> That's so rude.
1: Corbin, where can <laughs> people hear more about your wrong thoughts?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can hear all of my incorrect opinions, uh, at Corbangerang on X or at Bolter's Oh my God, Roman he on, admitted uh, X or um, <laughs> Instagram or Threads. Uh, that's my primary account, and it's the one that I talk about Warhammer and War Games on. Uh, Corbangerang. I talk about Halo and Destiny and uh, video games typically. Uh, what have I been up to lately? Uh, trying to catch up a little bit on my reading I feel like I'm in a perpetual state of catching up on my reading right this I mean what adult isn't I guess mm-hmm. um I am just started watching Loki last night season two it uh, so far is another season of Loki uh, you can take that as you will and I <laughs> Stupid, uh, finally sexy Loki <laughs> I finally just What's uh it? I've been painting for the last like six weeks Ultramarines for Warhammer, and I just played my first game in the escalation league that that is for, which went swimmingly. Uh, I won by a gross margin, but it was against somebody who'd never played before, so I try not to put too much stock in it. But uh, my models look great, and that's what matters. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, how many at- more do you
1: need to paint to uh, be ready for the next phase of your uh, escalation?
0: So it's two hundred and fifty points a month, and we're only playing one game a month because the shop we're playing at doesn't have a ton of table space uh mm-hmm. and my current list is exactly 500 points including an enhancement so i'm adding a redemptor dreadnought in my next <laughs> bit which is okay. 200 jesus points
2: goddamn at, christ
0: and i'm just gonna list just gonna bank the 50 points uh so i can add 300 to for the next one so okay yeah
2: nice yeah so but, so uh, the yeah. pod at, is at, still just waiting for the stern guard huh
0: The stern guard? Oh no! So the pod is pod is for the blade guard, and the reason why I'm uh putting I'm doing putting a redemptor in next is because I need (coughs) to paint a redemptor for the combat patrol tournament that uh we're having Uh, next month. Yeah, and I'm my space marine collection is like Imperium Secundus themed, which is Ultramarines, Blood Angels, Dark Angels, and so I'm just gonna use the Dark Angels redemptor for my list. uh he's just an
1: ally you know he's hanging yeah, out he's needed right. needed on with the ultramarines it's all good absolutely
2: absolutely
0: only in death does so, duty end you're good mm-hmm. so that's the plan um yeah at corbangering at bulge's bourbon thank you
2: you can find me at twitch.tv slash where i sometimes do stuff uh what have i been up to lately i, I started watching breaking bad again it's it's still very good um I've heard that before. <laughs> in the in the same way that tiktok does not know what i am youtube absolutely knows that i'm a 30 year old straight white man like it and it, it just is just like oh here look clips of breaking bad and no country for old men you like john wick here you go here's some john wick and I'm just like and i just keep eating up those stupid ass youtube shorts Um, so I, yeah, so it, it's convinced me to watch Breaking Bad again. It's, I mean, Breaking Bad, it's fantastic. If you haven't watched it, you should. Um, but okay. Wrong. uh, Again, uh, bolters underscore bourbon for more of Corbin's wrong opinions. Apparently about Breaking Bad too. Um, I don't, I don't
0: think it's bad. I don't think it's bad. You went, hmm. You said, you don't think it's bad, but do you think it's good? I'm just probably never going to watch it. Ugh. Ugh. I Ugh. fought with him 10 years ago about this.
1: Why? Okay, yeah,
0: we've a- we actually been fighting
2: on and off since Breaking Bad premiered about Breaking Bad. <laughs> yes. You would like it. You would like you would like it for like very different reasons than, than people would. You no, know, you would like it. Like and you would you would catch on to it much earlier than other people would just knowing your moral compass. And that would make you like it even more. Mm. That's it. Um, other than that, I'm. By the time you're to listening to this, by the time you, yeah, of course I am. <laughs> the problem is, is it's kind of working just a little bit, uh, not enough to make you watch it, but enough to make you lose ground just a just a just a hair, just an inch. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna be on vacation. I'm gonna be out of town. So uh, enjoy the episode. Um, oh yeah, I'll tell you after after the podcast. It's nothing big. It's just yeah, okay. out of town for a little bit. Um, me, me, and the misses are take. We're we're basically taking from date of recording on Monday. We're taking from Thursday to the following uh, up until Halloween, and then we'll be back the the day after Halloween uh, for a little vacay. That'll be um, fun. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Twitch.tv slash the I might start streaming. Uh. 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 Platform fighters. There's a couple I have in mind that I kind of want to start. I want kind of want to start playing Brawlhalla again. So. Nice.
1: You can find me at a seal punter just about anywhere. Um, I haven't been doing a whole lot. Uh, Spider-Man came out, played that. Uh, It's very good. Uh, It also decided. So like. Minor spoilers for Spider-Man from five years ago. Okay. Um, Peter goes into uh, Aunt May's house and he finds this locket sitting on her like dresser. And it's a locket that has a picture of Ben, her husband, and Peter in it. And Peter just has a, a, a very simple line that says, Ugh, it just hits you like a ton of bricks sometimes. And as I said earlier, my grandfather just passed away. So, like, this this game this game has the most, like, obnoxiously wholesome side quests. That it just, it doesn't need it, but it's great that it has it. That, like, I helped some old dude I had to go find an old man. He then, you find him and you sit down and talk to him. He just tells you about, like how he met his wife at this spot it's very very wholesome in spider-man and then you also get to swing around new york city and it's phenomenal so it's spider-man it's everything you want it to be Spider-Man. it's great um been playing a lot of warhammer um we found out today i've played substantially more 10th edition than i think anybody else in. Our i think group.
2: you played the same amount of games as me and corbin combined maybe maybe more i'm easily. at 32 games okay yeah definitely so, way more yeah because what you yeah, played I, nine i play a lot yeah two four yeah five, so six. i picked maybe six play, games yeah.
1: yeah i played a lot um i play usually at least twice a week um so been been just grinding playing enjoying that and uh, yeah, still need to get through No Country for Old Men because I haven't picked up my Kindle in two weeks. So I need to actually fix that and do that before bed because it's a much better way to spend my time before going to sleep than like sitting on my phone. Um, so, yeah, I need to burn through that book because
0: it's pretty short and quite good. A seal punter. Just about anywhere. Nice. You can find the podcast at Essential Scares on uh, X slash Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Threads. Uh, We are active on those platforms, and we would love it if you gave us a follow. In the bios for all of our social media is a link to our Discord and our other social medias. And if you join our Discord, we can uh, chat anytime about whatever you would like, including movies, music, games, and more. And we are also always taking recommendations on future movies or TV shows to cover. Uh, At the current junction, we are still exclusively doing international movies, as SAG-AFTRA is still striking. But if you want us to cover an American movie, uh, just send it our way and we'll put it on the back burner. Or if you have an international movie that you would like us to cover, we will get to it much sooner. Um, (laughs) It's your chance. It's your Uh, time,
2: international audience. (laughs) Give us your movies. Yeah,
0: that's right. Uh, thank you to everybody for watching and for listening. If you liked the show, be sure to share it with your friends, family, coworkers, estranged individuals that you meet on the street, et cetera. Um, make sure that you, <laughs> the Babadook. The- <laughs> yeah. Yes. Tell your Babadook about us. Um, <laughs> <laughs> make sure you rate and review the show on your platform of choice, because that really helps us out and uh, broadens the reach of our show. Um this is uh wraps us up for the babadook it's over (laughs) um so next week we're gonna be departing the uk's prison island and moving to the uk proper for the wicker man uh we will be watching the original of course as it is the british version um i'm super excited i think i'm the only one that has seen it
2: yeah i haven't seen the Man.
0: awesome i love that um I haven't so there you go uh, be sure to watch The Wicker Man before our next episode and we hope to see you there thank you to Alan and Bobby for being on the show with me this week I have been your host Corbin and this has been Essential Scales
2: boy play that bloody uh, uh, breakdown you dingo